It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's it going today? We are coming to you live from the penthouse suite. Brand new location of one half of the DYWSLN team. Uh, we're on our grind, mm-hmm. moving up in the world, buying real estate. Um, yeah. And yeah, this is, you know, you got to grind to get this view. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, this view of my neighbor's window. Yeah. Third, third floor, though. I was going to say we're hustle culture. Yeah, third floor with no elevator. Yeah, the thing that they don't tell you about, uh, about grinding to get this view is that often you have to go up many flights of stairs. Yeah, so. very true. But you know what? That makes you even more motivated. It just makes you grind harder. Exactly. The, the thing they don't tell you is when it's the third floor, what they mean is you have to walk up four flights of stairs. The first floor does not count in a lot of buildings. I was kind of wondering, like, how this sort of building works with, like, disability compliance because, like, you absolutely, there's no way to get up here um, if you're in, like, a yeah, wheelchair. We had the same question. Yeah, and yeah. I think the answer is maybe just, like, if the building's old, what do you want to do? Like, I, I think that's literally can't it. put an elevator in. I, I think that's literally it because, yeah, it was built in the early 1900s, which, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I was going to say, getting up here, it's all about hustle culture, but when you think about it, it's really more like household culture. That's right. I'm going up, I'm, I'm thinking about loyalty, I'm thinking about respect. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about these buying three, properties. These three words, yeah, and then passive income. These are the three <laughs> things that I live by. I'm going to purchase three to five vending machines and put them around the city for passive income. I can't wait until John Cena's new gimmick is going to be that he is like an Instagram, like, buy property passive income I would 100% buy buy real estate just him coming out to like hustle loyalty buy real estate I will buy anything John Cena puts his face on hefty bags did it yeah Um, Uh, doesn't he do like Mercedes now he does some car company it's Honda he does Honda he does Honda now and I bought several Hondas that's why we moved into this household culture. Hunter loyalty house. respect. Until <laughs> loyalty respect, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we've got a bunch of Hondas in the garage now. Um, and I watch Wipeout every week because he and Nicole Byer host it. And uh, I've definitely seen more than one clip on Twitter one time yep. of that show. Because yeah, I you, love John Cena. You literally never stop watching it. Yeah. It, well, he says, you can't see me. But the thing about him is... I see him everywhere. Yeah, it's true. I'm such a John Cena stand. Bro, I can't stop seeing you. Yeah, bro, can, can you calm down with yeah. the content? Did you watch the movie where he's a bull also? The animated movie where he's like yeah, a bull? Yeah, Rango Bonabull. Ferdinand is what it's Ferdinand. called. Ferdinand. Yeah, uh, I did watch that. I actually have the Ferdinand DVD on that wall behind nice. you. Uh, very good. Uh, John Cena does a solo uh, commentary track on Ferdinand. Very confusing because they don't have the audio down at all. And he's just doing his regular voice for the bull. Jake, I know it's been a minute since we've added. We were just discussing the, the Just Podcast family. Yeah. Uh, it's been a minute since we've added anything to that. It's been a minute. That's a good idea, name for a show. We should do that. Well, okay, no, because I'm introducing, I'm proposing a new one called right. Just Cena. That is <laughs> only about movies that John Cena has appeared in or media. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, so, yeah, we can talk about just John Cena matches. We can't cover any of the rest of the card on anything. Yeah, I think that's totally reasonable. Um, what does what he have? 16 championships, right? I believe so. So I think we should, for just, just Cena, uh, 
Yeah, sixteen thousand dollars seems like an appropriate price point for that one. For Big Match John. For Big Match John, just a tad more expensive than just Justin. Don't cry, it's a river. We're talking all things Justin Timberlake in this DYWSL spinoff. You also receive access to the award-winning Just Joey. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, I unfortunately came to the realization today that if anyone subscribes to a higher tier that isn't Pope and Change, we are going to have to do a lot of work at the same time. Yeah, so subscribe to Just Joey or Pope and Change uh, to make us do the least amount of work. Well, it's also like, I think it's going to be a lot of work to get Barack Obama on Pope and Change, but also yeah. I feel like... But once a month. Yeah, and I feel like the, the way that I envisioned it was we just like got a big novelty check and we drove to his house and presented yeah. it to him and yeah. he would be like, all right, let's record. Yeah, <laughs> look, we've got all the equipment for Barack. Yeah. would be like, uh, Chris, see you guys. Thank you for this check and uh, can't wait to record. Remember when Barack Obama was on a television program called Survivor? Yes. I do remember that. He was known as Dr. President. Yeah, when Dr. President was on there, I do remember that. <laughs> the blank look you gave me for a second. <laughs> I, was, I was like really not trying. Like it took me a second. I thought you were just doing anything to segue. No, I remember Dr. President. Oh, I was because I did want to ask you. Did you watch Survivor 43 last night? I put the feet on in my hand looking like a chia pet. And you know they get green if a flower on their neck. Jake, I sure did. Uh, Jake, I sure did. Uh, uh, let me be clear. Yeah, there we go. Watch Survivor. That's fantastic. Uh, let's get the real president on. What would, what would Barack Obama sound like if he was on uh, Survivor? I think it might sound a little something like this. Can we do a uh, simulated season of all presidents? Oh, I would love that. We should absolutely do that. That would be very fun. Um, this week's episode of the real show Survivor was called Show No Mercy. We just listened to the song Mercy from Kanye West last night. And he made note of it. Yep. Because he said, oh, look at Jake, he's such a big Kanye West fan. Yeah, I was like, yeah, absolutely. You endorse everything that he says. He's basically the John Cena of rap. Yeah. In that I love everything he does. I, my comment on that was that I that makes me feel old because that song came out 10 years ago. Yeah. I like when he says in one of the songs, Born 88, how old is that? It's like nearly 40 now. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's nearly 35. Which is nearly 40. You know, <laughs> once you get up there, <laughs> every day you get a little close. Okay, yeah, sure. Like, maybe it hasn't set in for you yet because you're freshly 31. Yeah, but that's for me, true. I'm like, you know, barreling towards 40. These youngins like me, we don't know how it is. That's right. So, on the Fessy tribe, they have no flint, no food, no fire. Pretty, pretty sad stuff over on the Fessy tribe. The rule's just right. That's how they're doing it over there. I think the steak authority should probably show up. But they're not going to be able to cook any of the steak. steak uh, of the, first thing steak authority needs is some fucking fire. Yeah. You know? They show up and they're like, well, we can't make blooming onions like this. And then they mm. leave. You expect to be able to boil oil? Boil oil? That's fun to say. For, for blooming onions if you don't have any flint and therefore no fire? Yeah. No, they Come can't. on now. Come on now. Over on the Baca tribe, the greatest thing that's ever happened in Survivor history happened. <laughs> The gobstopper himself, Mike Gabbler Gabbler, put some palm fronds on Sammy and Ellie as if they were blankets. Yeah. The Gab Goblin uh, thought that he was uh, making a uh, 
you know, like a, a nice effort for his the people on his tribe by giving them a, a wonderful, comfortable uh, palm frond to sleep under. I mean, the the good news is he didn't have ants on it. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's very nice. That's the thing. I, it's great. It's it, uh, the the best kind of miscommunication is one where someone is like, "Why are you doing this?" and they take it as like. Oh, you're concerned about this specific thing about it. Like, oh, no, there's no ants. It's still good. It's good. It's actually really good. Don't ignore it. I say that whenever anyone, like, sees something I made for them. Like, made food for someone, and they're like, I'm allergic to this. And I'm like, it's still good. There's no ants. There's no ants on it. That's going to be one of those quotes that just lives on in Survivor lore forever. Uh, It honestly seems like something that Tim Robinson would say in the sketch. (laughs) Be like, it's still good. There's no ants on it. (laughs) Somebody on Twitter, I think it was said that he was like the sleep paralysis demon for Sam Hindley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like imagine waking up under a palm front and seeing this 60 year old man with this got Ian beard yeah. crawling over you. A bunch of tattoos and then yeah, being like, I'll come back for you, I'll get you one too. <laughs> Please don't. No, I'm gonna go get you one. <laughs> Just Sammy going, what? Yeah, like, no, like, why are you doing this? No, I'm helping. But I, I can't wait for his like post show exit interview, uh, so he can explain that what his thinking was. I think my favorite part about this is that was the only thing we got from him all episode. It's the only he thing didn't we do made. anything else the entire time. It was just that. Like the more I think about it, the funnier it yeah, is. It was an incredible cold open. <laughs> Uh, he and Ellie the next morning butt heads. You know, they're both just strong personalities or whatever. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I think the fact that he put palm fronts on somebody and woke yeah. them up in the middle of the night. is that great? Uh, I'm very excited about this because I, I think it's going to have uh, Goobles McGee up on Ellie. Take, uh, take out Ellie rather than the other way around. And it's going to be very satisfying to see. I'm going to laugh so hard when Ellie gets voted out by her own sleep paralysis demon. Yeah, Neil Gableman still has the uh, he still has the uh, idol, so he's in the driver's seat. Yeah, and... Especially if they keep not going to tribal council because he can yeah. just stretch that thing out if, forever. If, uh, if he... If they don't have to go back until... The um the merge. Well, do you think it'll still be good at the merge if they avoid tribal council? So it will still be his second tribal council. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it said anything about the merge. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll, you know, if he's able to hold on to it, maybe we'll have, you know, another thing where they're like, what did these notes say exactly about yeah. this? Uh, so at the reward challenge, they have to knock some blocks off a ledge and we'll walk across the sand using the blocks as stepping stones and then drop. Sandbags on the platform. Great challenge. Very fun. I, I loved this. I thought uh, it was a great combination of throwing things at other things, mm-hmm. uh, tossing things, and then I thought using having to use the blocks to like the floor is lava across the sand was yeah. uh, was a very creative thing to do with the challenge. Yeah, very fun. Like everything, everything felt in place. You know, like nothing felt weird or new. But it felt refreshing still. It's like, oh, they're like doing new stuff with the things they already have. Yeah, it feels like there's some thought being put into it, which is not what I would say about a lot of the challenges where they're just like, well, we still have all this stuff. Let's just arrange it and put it out yeah. there. Let's paint it orange and purple this season because yeah. that's the tribe colors yeah, rather yeah. than green and yellow like last year. Um, 
Yeah, I was I was very happy with this challenge. I was going to say something else, but then I forgot. Uh, the winners will receive ten fish and the opportunity to steal one item from another tribe. Um, balancing on the block seems difficult but fun. That's what that's the note I took while watching the show. I I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, Fessy wins. Uh, Noel wants to trade the fish for fruit and a toolkit. People were very upset about this. Like, oh, since when have you been able to trade? I don't really give a shit. The, I mean, I think that they've been pretty clear on this show. Like, I think every season of this show, anytime that anyone has been like, Jeff, can I make a deal? Jeff is like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. I do love negotiations. Ever since um, the uh, Rice Queen herself, Angelina. Well, they did it. didn't they do some uh, negotiating in Gabon? I feel like there was some there, too. I don't remember. Also, the peanut butter and chocolate, that one, you know, the famous peanut butter and chocolate. Yes. So there's there's a long history of people negotiating with Jeff. And here's the thing I learned recently. They just wanted to get a deal with Playboy, so they took advantage of their show out their time on the show. Wow. They didn't even need to get naked for that peanut butter and chocolate. They were just doing it for branding purposes. They were just doing it for branding purposes. Can you believe it? Crazy. Synergy, even back in the mid-2000s. Yeah. Doing it for clout. Even before Twitter, they were still doing it for clout. That's right. The Amazon is canceled. Survivor of the Amazon. We'll never watch it. <laughs> People say it's a really good season. Survivor Bezos. There's, you know, there's reasons we won't watch it. Uh, and they have nothing to do with any other podcast because we are, of course, the only Survivor podcast. So, on the Fessy truck, they eat their fruit... Uh, Cody volunteers to do the raid. He wants to take the machete, but everybody else is against that idea. I think that's a good idea. I do too. I mean, you definitely want to... The team that never, ever goes to Tribal Council, if you can make it so they go to Tribal Council more, yeah. that's a good move. Yeah, the machete is like, yeah, the most important tool they have. And then they'll have to vote each other off more, and so if you piss some of them off, it doesn't really matter because they're not even going to be on the jury. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. Who cares? These people don't mean anything to you, Cody. You should have just done it. It won't matter. And that's the thing is, like, this stuff stops, other than maybe some, like, alliances you've made on your own tribe going forward, any sort of tribal competitiveness stuff, like, stops mattering the minute you get to the merge, so. Uh, I don't know. I think with these smaller tribes, people might feel more connected to their original tribes. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the last few seasons who all stuck around from the original tribes, but it's so hard to remember what anybody's initial tribe was. Yeah, I just feel like it's less likely that you would be like, this guy screwed my tribe over. Yeah. I'm not going to play with him. It's like, once you get to the merge, you don't really have the luxury of doing that. Yeah, it's a brand new game. Uh, Cody ends up going over to Coco, um, and Cassidy says she understands why he visited them, since they have the numbers. Cody tells them he wants to take the machete. They instead want to give him two days of food. This is what Jeff loves to call a good negotiation. Cody said uh, machete or best offer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was very clever instead of just picking something uh, to uh, use the leverage that you have yeah. to uh, extract a little more. That was very smart on his part. Uh, you know? Honestly, it makes every, you know, like... It makes your tribe happy because you ended up going with what they wanted to do, but you got more. Yeah. And uh, even though I think that they they realized that they kind of got uh, got played yeah. after he left, like 
he they didn't want him to take the machete and he didn't take the machete yeah, so, so he, yeah. he kept his word there that's nice um yeah i i I'm very happy with Cody. Every episode, I like him more and more, and I'm starting to think he might win. He's very well positioned. Like, I think he's a just a he's a fun person. People like him, and I think he's a, a smart player. So I saw a commercial for Survivor while watching something else, and they used the clip of Cody going, "I've already spent part of the million dollars, so I really need it," or what he said in the first episode, mm-hmm. and it it very gave me very. Uh, distinct flashbacks to Richard Patch's opening line in the first season. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled that trick again. So you're, good. so you're saying that uh, Cody's going to be a cool guy that everyone yeah. likes, like Richard Hatch. Yeah, very cool guy. Uh, cast, you know, we, we moved out of that part. Actually, we now that I think about it, we do know that both of them like to be naked in public, because there's that picture oh, of Cody naked on that mountain that they posted. Um, yeah, I think the difference is there was no one he wasn't around exposing, Cody. He wasn't exposing himself to someone? Yeah, yeah, that might be a little bit different. He wasn't brushing his genitals against someone against their will on national television? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably... It was just a, a, cheeky, a cheeky photo of his butt. Just misunderstanding. That was, you know, it was taken. What, what Richard did was taken out of context. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the context being of he was a creepy dude. Yeah. Um, set this immunity challenge. They have to find keys among stand bags, pull puzzle pieces under an end, do a big puzzle. I am underselling it. I, I thought the puzzle was cool. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it it's a. I kind of like that it was deceptively like it. It, it seems like it should be simple, but yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, that's that's the best kind of puzzle. It's very, it's like it's one of those things. Like, as soon as you see it, it's like, oh yeah, it's so obvious. Uh, but especially when you know everybody's starving and when you got to schlep all those huge pieces across the obstacle course too, which is pretty fun. And you just had to sleep under a palm frond. That's well, you got to sleep under a palm frond. Got to you sleep had the luxury of sleeping under a palm yeah. frond. <laughs> because of that luxury. Uh, the uh, Baca tribe wins. But first, the Fezzi tribe wins. And I never Dwife throws. Hmm. Dwife did uh, miss a couple of tosses. I think maybe that's what you... Well, no, but that's the thing. Dwife throws... I think there was... That was in the previous challenge. What yeah. was Dwife throwing? The puzzle... I think he was knocking down the puzzle oh, he, after... He knocked it down won. so people couldn't copy it. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. Um, and then they started helping... Baca. So maybe it wasn't the palm fronts that helped them win. It no. was in fact Baca. I get it from a strategic perspective to make them go to tribal council for the first time, but I thought this was bullshit. You shouldn't be allowed to do this. I don't care. Let, let them do whatever they want. Let them play with if, Let if, them play, Jeff. If you are out of the challenge, in like a three-tribe challenge, if you've won and you can't do anything else, you should not be allowed to talk to the other tribes, period. You should not be allowed to intervene. You're done. Yeah, I, I, I see why you're saying that, but uh, also... Like what? They, they, it gives fine. you a further advantage for winning. Like that's the thing that bugs me about it the most. Is like you already won. You shouldn't also get a tactical advantage by winning to determine who loses. Well, as Jeff said in the first episode of this season, you make the rules, and one of the rules is we can help each other <laughs> in challenges. You can fuck over another team after already winning. Yeah. Uh, they are uh, mad at the other tribes for working together over on Coco. Geo says he's kind of excited to go to tribal council and wants to take out Cassidy. 
Oh, God. Did you catch Geo micromanaging Cassidy while cutting the coconut? Yes. That was infuriating. That's the kind of thing where it's like, if this, like, as Cassidy says, like, if it matters so much to you how even this is, then just do it. Yeah. Like, don't, don't make me do it then. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy and her alliance want to take out Cassidy. Hmm, that seems like a typo. Lindsay says something's not adding up and gets very paranoid. Uh, he thinks, she thinks that Ryan's not talking to her because of how much of a threat she is. I don't understand these people who think they're threats at the first tribal council. Yeah, that's one way to take it, where if someone's like, I think we could probably get this person out. Like, usually that's not because you're a threat. Usually it's because you're an easy vote. Yeah, like nobody's going to be mad. People are just so intimidated by me. That's why they're, like, very easily trying to vote me out. <laughs> people wouldn't be dead. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I feel like... If somebody's really trying to uh, take out a big threat, you don't want to tip them off at all. Right, right. you got to be really clever about it. Whereas Lindsay just came up with this idea for herself to get voted out, and that had happened. She manifested uh, getting voted out. The season was all about manifesting. It's about manifesting. Never a clearer example. Uh, so Carla considers flipping on her uh, because of the paranoia. Before we get into the paranoia, though... Of this tribal council, we do need to talk about these wildlife shows. We had a snake, we had an octopus, and that was it. Beautiful shots of the animals, of course. Oh, the octopus shots were gorgeous. Two octopuses. Mm-hmm. Octo- it's not octopus. I think it's just octopuses. It is give not octopus. Give me a second. Octopus. Because there's two of them. Okay, yeah. Sure. So, we can't focus on either of these wildlife shots because we literally just did. Like, there's no new information, I don't think. I don't want to read those Wikipedia articles again. Nothing else to say. You already know all about these. If you want to only hear about the octopus or the snake in Fiji, uh, listen to the previous episodes. So sick of talking about that. But, you know, remember, um, yeah, a year or two ago, uh, whenever we uh, did that supplemental segment while watching the challenge double agents no what What you'll remember you'll remember in a minute uh we have this travel council everybody loves the travel council set as they walk in they talk about how they mostly get along all the time uh that's cool i mean again i i really liked it pretty much everybody on this channel on this tribe uh so it's nice to see that they all liked each other too Lindsay asks why certain people didn't have conversations with her. This is, I'm so sick of there being one white lady every season that is just like, people were excluding me and they weren't talking to me. And it's like, you made this, you created this whole situation. Yeah, just talk to people. It's fine. And don't immediately assume that they're like, it's just, you can't go into stuff like that. Like the reason people are all talking to each other is because it's your first time having to go to tribal council and they're scrambling. Just go in there, feel it out. Don't immediately assume something's going to happen to you. Like, if you pick up on something, you pick up on it. But otherwise, like, you got to trust your alliance a little bit. She was like, she was like, you can't throw me under the bus because I'm throwing everybody out yeah. this tribe under the bus. Don't go into, don't go talk to your, your alliance members when they're not throwing your name out and be like, I'm being paranoid. Yeah. The worst thing that you can do is go up to people and be like, I'm untrustworthy. I might blow this whole game up. Yeah. I think they absolutely made the right call in taking her out. Um, 
Geo tells Jeff as long as the vote isn't him, he doesn't care about the drama between the other tribemates. Great call. Great call by Geo. Uh, James says he's just going to chill uh, uh, to show his trust. Again, that's the right move. Smart. James yeah. James is a good strategic player, unsurprisingly, as a chess player. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, the opening moves. He also said yes, uh, trust. Game. He also said trust the process at one point. Another line from another game. So he's a big Sixers uh, fan. Yeah, that's cool. Playing Sam Hinkie style. So then, Cassidy gets one vote. Geo gets one vote, and Lindsay gets the rest of the votes. Um, yeah, I mean, right call. So last week you had fourteen points. I also had fourteen points. This week, you got a point for Noelle surviving. I got a point for Jesse surviving, both on the Vessi tribe, also known as the Fessy tribe. Uh, the Coco person we had was James, and I had Carla. Both of them survived, made the right call. Great job. Uh, and your man, the Gabester, and my man, Owen, both survived also. So we all got points for that. So we're now tied 17 17. 17 again. Zach Efron. <laughs> uh, who do you think is going to win this next reward? I Here's my hot take. I think this is the last episode before the merge. Interesting. Okay. I was looking at the uh, last season's uh, boot list, and I think yeah, I think we have one more person before they merge, if it, if it goes by the same schedule. I'm going to say the... I'm going to say the, the, the Fessy tribe wins reward. Yeah, I'll stick with Coco. You know, bad showing this week, but... You're confident they'll bounce back? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that word. Are you sure you wouldn't? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't say that? No, I don't want to say okay. that, but, um, you know, they're a strong team, and they, they took out their weakest member, so they're only getting stronger. What do you think the reward will be? Hmm. Not a lot of, like, it's been a lot of more practical stuff, because it was either going to be fish, mm -hmm. and they they bargained for fruit. So not a lot of, like, prepared foods so far. Yeah, maybe that's post-merge. I'm going to say... I'm going to say pizza. They're going to do pizza at some point. Um, I'm going to say chocolate. Okay. We're just talking about the chocolate. Let's see if anybody's thinking 2022. Probably not. Uh, let's talk about this immunity challenge. Who's going to win? I will say Baca will win. I will stick with my friends over on the Coco tribe. Again, they're they're actually a very strong tribe. Who's getting voted out? Mm. I'm going to say Dwife. I really hope you're wrong. I'm going to say Ellie. Just seems like her time, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the demon's it, coming to get her. I think if they go to tribal, she will probably get voted off yeah. by by the, the fiend. <laughs> my um, gamer gamer. The fiend is actually no longer a thing. Bray Wyatt's back, and he's not the fiend anymore. He's something else. I've actually never been the fiend. I've always been Bray Wyatt. <laughs> He's going back oh, to, so you've been watching. He's going back to being Husky Harris. He's like, I was actually never for a while. Oh my god, Thomas, I forgot. We almost forgot to do the Sami Zayn segment. Oh, yeah. Sammy, don't call him Zayn. Um, 
let's see what happened this week on wrestling. Um, oh, he had a match against Kofi Kingston because the New Day beat the Usos last week. So he had a match against Kofi. Xavier Woods was in Kofi's corner, obviously. And Jay Uso was in Sammy's corner after Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, head of the table. <laughs> Acknowledge him. Daddy himself. Thank you. Uh, he called them on the telephone uh, and like talked to Jay about his attitude. Mm. Uh, of course, he was not on screen. You know, you got to pay a lot of money to get Roman Reigns. Uh, so Sammy had this match with Kofi, and Kofi was about to pin Sammy, but then from the outside of the ring, uh, Jay Uso. Uh, super kicked Kofi in the butt and flipped the pin over. Sammy got the pin, but then Solo Sokoa and Sami Zayn didn't notice that Jay did that and thought Sammy did it all himself. <laughs> so now Jay's really pissed them about that. Guy cannot catch a break, it seems like. <laughs> it's so great. You know, a lot of parallels, because, uh, you know, Sammy. Uh, Zayn had a match against Kofi, and Sammy mm. not Zayn had a match against Coco. Yes, indeed, exactly. Very similar. Um, yeah, it's it truly is. They they both had um, some of the funniest shit on this television this week. Both Sammys, um, but neither Sammy is on this new show that just premiered this week. Thomas called the challenge. Rider dies. Did you watch the challenge of Ryder Dye? No. No, I did not. I can't believe you didn't watch it. Okay, well, everybody is back. Everybody's back. Johnny Bananas is back. Johnny Bananas is back, but he doesn't come on until the very end of the episode. And he was like, whoa, Johnny Bananas is back. Um, they did a challenge. Some rookies won. Don't know their names. Didn't care to learn them. Uh, but they won, and they sent in Kayla and her husband. You know I love Kayla. Um, I'm ashamed to say it because she seems... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Kayla's very hot. And that's it. Um, she's married now and so am I, so it'll probably never happen. Um, and then they went up against... Oh, Tori and... And Devin. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in some elimination game. And Tori and Devin won. Oh, you know what it was? It was one of those... Um, like labyrinth puzzles where you have a ball that rolls through and you have to avoid the holes or whatever. But, well, they were standing on platforms and one could only move it left and right and the other could only move it you know, up and down uh, or whatever, top to bottom. Um, so they had to like figure out, you know, the Daves, that's what Tori and Devin call each other. Um, they had really good communication. Sam and Todd Kayla, newlyweds, not such great communication. They're also, the Daves are also pretty good at puzzles. Like, yeah, they're both smart people. <laughs> yeah. Devin is a tough out if you ever get him in a puzzle thing. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, pretty good. But, thank you. My mouth got really dry. Uh, the wildlife shots really sucked this week, right? I mean, they were beautiful, but there weren't enough of them. The challenge came back and did some great music. So this music is, minute. This is a, a, a recurring segment called the Music Minute. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Let's go. Uh, 
it is, in fact, music time. And I have lost all control. Nothing but a good time. I don't know who that's by. Is it by Poison? Is it the song Nothing But A Good yeah. Time by Poison? Yeah, I think that I think that was it. Tongue Tied by Group Love, Calling Your Girlfriend by Robin, Big Fish by Vince Staples, The Sign by Ace of Bass. This oh, episode... Fish is a really good song. This episode is all over the place with music. Yeah, that is a lot of different stuff. Did you know, speaking of Robin, that Dancing On My Own is the uh, has become the like rally song for the Phillies during their playoff run right now? Oh, really? Yeah. That's fun. I like that. Uh, they also played The Sign by Ace of Bass, One Kiss by Dua Lipa. You love her, right? Yeah. Also, they MTV coming out with their pro-Nazi agenda by yeah. playing The Sign by Ace of Bass. I, I definitely furrowed my brow when I heard that yeah. song. Uh, what I'd Love by Hathaway, Never Let Me Down by Depeche Mode, Stand okay. Up by Ludacris, Light Me Light Up by Fall Out Boy, and the focus of this week, one of my favorite songs of all time, it is Steal My Sunshine by Lynn. Oh, great. It's a good song. I love this song so much. Lead singer off their third album, You Can't Stop the Bum Rush. You ever heard anything else off of that album? Nope, just that one song. Yeah. Uh, released June 22nd, 1999. Oh, how Thomas, Thomas, how old would you have been June 22nd, 1999? Jake, I would have been... Uh, seven years old. Would have been eight. Uh, this song is about the feelings of elation the lead singer experienced while attending an outdoor electronic music festival. Sure, okay. <laughs> it uses a sample of Andrea True Connection's song from 1976 called "More, More, More," which is a song I don't know if I've heard, but I'm very excited yeah, to listen to that. Yeah, you definitely. That. That's the one that's like "More, More, More." How do you like? Oh, me? How do yeah. you like me? Okay. I think that's what that little like pot. You know the music that is like the. Yeah. Part of it in it, like yeah. I think that's what that's from. Yeah, okay. Uh, despite the fact that this song is a duet by Len's lead singer and his sister, they were not speaking at the time of the writing of this song. And here's here's a very fun fact about this song. Uh, the budget for this video was $100,000. This was at a time where every music video you could get a six or seven figure, figure budget for. This was like everybody was getting record deals from major labels. This it, it, People thought the money was never going to run out. And they were right. Money's fake, and they knew it, so they burned it all. Uh, they flew two dozen of their friends down to Daytona Beach and spent most of that $100,000 budget on alcohol they bought so much that the hotel elevator broke trying to lift it all. This is one of the most 1999 stories imaginable. <laughs> they had no plot or storyboard for the video. They just filmed everyone hanging out for an afternoon. They specifically shot it in the afternoon so that they could recover from their hangover during the morning and then go out drinking at night. <laughs> it's like, that is... Peak vibes. It, see, yeah, the music video I remember being pretty decent, but it very yeah. much has like a hangout vibe to it. So yeah, everything I was reading about it was just like this topped all the lists of uh, summer hits. <laughs> like it is a it is a song in the summer for sure. It really is. Uh, the song peaked at number nine, being Len's one and only hit. Uh, but you know what? That's fine. It's a great song. Yeah. If that's if this is my one hit, I'm happy. They got it in one. They didn't need to do any more. Exactly. Um, On the eighth day, Len rested. <laughs> this is uh, two weeks in a row. The Mad Libs are in the wrong spot. Mad Libs. <laughs> now that the challenge is back, I think we're going to do a segment called or a Madeline, excuse me, called The Challenges. Okay. 
Ooh, I almost just started reading it. Can I get an adjective, please? Uh, give me two adjectives in a row, actually. They don't need to be related. Okay, uh, cheap and uh, we'll say difficult. Hmm, I love those. Two very good adjectives. And uh, plural noun does not need to be proper. Does not does not need to be proper. Okay. Um, I'll say rivers. Okay. Cuomo. I told you it didn't need to be a proper noun. Oh, okay. But, uh, the next one is a verb, please. Uh, skip. Okay, I guess we'll skip that one. Uh, plural noun, please. Mm, bikes. Ooh, I like that. Love to bike, you know. An adjective. Mm, steep. Number. Twelve. Okay, why twelve? Just the first thing that came to mind. Fair enough. Just, just right off the dome. Race I thought you were going to do like 420 or 69 or nope, something. Nope, just the number I thought of. Uh, verb, please. Think. Ah. Just a verb I thought of. You know what? You could also Just a verb I think of. <laughs> a noun? Um, plain. Like an aeroplane? Yes. See. A foreign country. Somewhere you would use an aeroplane to get to. I'm guessing this is going to be where the season is filmed. Okay. So make it a good one. Don't be loaded. Fiji. Okay. <laughs> it's not a test. <laughs> a type of food and make it plural, baby. Eggs. Hmm. Just had some delicious eggs this morning. What do you put on your eggs? I put some chalupa on my eggs mm. at the brunch place we were at, but usually just like salt and pepper, sometimes I do hot sauce. Mm. That's a classic. Uh, I every morning make eggs with salt, pepper, cinnamon, okay, garlic powder, sure, blue cheese. It sounds weird, but I promise yeah, you it's delicious. it's, it's uh, interesting. It's very good, I promise you. Uh, can I get an adjective? Um... Pale. I love how you're using a lot of words that have multiple spellings, dependent on what type of word they are. A lot of homonyms there. <laughs> I, you said plain earlier, yeah. they had to look down again at what I asked you for, and I said noun, I was like, alright, so an aeroplane, okay. Adjective, pale, can do, and finally an adverb. It's also steep, which could be like you're steeping your tea, but also steep like a hill. It's like that 30 Rock uh, Hominin game show that they yeah. have. No, no it's the other, the other one. one. <laughs> it's always the other one. Let me see the cards. <laughs> um, man, I'm trying to think. Maybe it's just because I'm a little hungover, but I'm trying to think of an adverb. Ends in L-Y. Yeah, um, I'll say uh, sharply. Hmm, Shannon sharply. That's a guy, right? There are two kinds of cheap challenges in Survivor. Cheap challenge in the city. 
<laughs> the reward challenge and the immunity challenge both are difficult and very exciting. Hey, you got one right. But they give you very different rivers, Quovo. If you win, I did not say rivers. I said rivers. They give you different rivers. Yeah. If if you win a reward challenge, you get uh, the Blue Elder Rivers Cuomo. If you get if you win a community <laughs> challenge, you get Beverly Hills Rivers Cuomo. Oh man, I got Red Album Rivers Cuomo. This <laughs> sucks. <laughs> can we trade for an earlier Rivers yeah, Cuomo? Can I? What will it take for this Hurley Rivers Cuomo to get cashed in for Pinkerton Rivers Cuomo? Um, well, you have to remember, Hurley did once win a season of Survivor, so maybe you want to just hang on to that one. Uh, winning the immunity challenge will skip you immunity for the next tribal council. Okay. The best possible gift to you and your team. If the bikes have already merged, you are safe from the vote at steep council. <laughs> Don't let those bikes merge. <laughs> the bikes are unionizing. And if they haven't, your whole team has to stay on the island for another 12 days. Oh no! <laughs> What is this, New Era Survivor? Either way, you can think... Exclamation point. <laughs> Thanks, I'm glad that they're allowing that. If you win the reward challenge, you get a special plane that no one else... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to be like Taylor Swift. If you win the reward challenge, you get a special plane that no one else on the island can have. Yeah, that's right. Like so you can fly private back and forth from the UK. We fucked up. Like a phone call from to your aunt from Fiji. Wink. <laughs> You'll be the one in Fiji. Or a delicious plate of eggs. Oh, wonderful. They're gonna get some deviled eggs out there like Hell we yeah. had the other day. But be careful, the more pale the prize the more jealous your tribe mates will be of you. So don't show off, just enjoy your reward sharply. That might be the challenging, most challenging part of all. Okay, that was fine. The paler the prize, like a plate of deviled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better than some pale deviled eggs. Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom, not Tom. Are you gonna talk, are you gonna talk, are you gonna talk about John Cena? I mean, sure, why not? Okay, cool. I'm always I I'm always happy to talk about Big Match John. I'm talking about the Padres right now because they're who I'm rooting for in the playoffs. Oh for, sure. For baseball, and uh, the the mighty uh, University of Michigan Wolverines who uh, Jake got to see me in real time be annoyed and then be elated. Yeah. Winning. Very fun. I I remembered why football is so much fun to watch on a Saturday and or Sunday afternoon. Yeah, you're hungover. You're either mad or not mad. Yeah. And it really does get to the heart of feeling emotions again. It's true. <laughs> really, it's, it's um, what is it, immersive, immersion therapy? Yeah. It's like, I can't feel anything. Let me feel everything. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at DYWSLN. That is the initials of the show. Or on Instagram, the Only Survivor Podcast. It's a hip website that you can go to and see pictures. Instagram, um, and we're on it regularly because we're hip young people. Uh, but we're also uh, old and have homes now because uh, of that hustle, that loyalty, and that respect that we show to our man, John Cena. And he actually has some products that he wants to tell you about. Household loyalty respect. Household loyalty respect. That's how we got to this house. Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon that you can hear all about uh, on 
on patreon.com slash just podcasts or I think we may have talked about it earlier in the show. We sure did. And yeah, we have the new one called Just Cena. Just Cena, $16,000 a week. We a month, even, excuse me. We don't have to introduce it, but later maybe if we feel like it, we can do Just Seen It. And it, it's a podcast where we record us playing the game Seen It. That sounds like very much like a if we were a Maximum Fun show. Yes, yeah. Like the, the, we're, doing the a, bonus. we're doing a Seen It stream. Uh, we're doing a Twitch stream of Seen It right now with the whole, uh, the whole family, the whole EYWSLN family. But it's just me and you not paying attention to yeah. whatever we're doing. Like, what were we doing again? We're just both scrolling through Twitter yeah. separately. What we, I didn't see what movie it was. <laughs> What, is, what was the question? Oh, it's too late. Okay. Um, so, reach out to us, Jesse Thorne. You know, seven years independent. We'd love a sponsor. Nobody's paying for podcasts anymore. I still get messages from Max Fun because I subscribed one year to the bonus mm. and then uh, got a new debit card and just never unsubscribed. So, they just emailed me like once a year to be like, hey, your card didn't work. I like, know. <laughs> I don't want to subscribe, but I also don't feel like doing anything. Hey, no worries. Um, I got the secret code because I found a Facebook group that um, is all about sharing passwords. That's right. <laughs> I mean, this is satire. It, and he'll keep doing it unless, Jesse Thorne, you put us on the Maximum yeah. team. Yes. We are ransoming the Maximum Fun uh, what do they call the network? Yeah. Uh, until they host our podcast. Yep. We will continue to occasionally illegally stream your bonus content that you put out once a year. Yeah. Jake is illegally streaming the one episode of Big Gulp that you get access to. <laughs> there was a really funny bonus episode of The Adventure Zone, though, where Charlie, the daughter of one of them, wrote it. She was like four or five years old at the time, so it makes literally no sense. But I died laughing at one point. So, the McElroys are cool again. You heard it here first. But the rest of Max Fun is on notice. Yeah, if you want that $5 from Jake, yep. you better put us on board. But here's the, here's the trick. They're going to be paying us. Yeah. Probably. I don't really know. Don't, shh, don't tell them. <laughs> okay. Well, before we reveal too many more of our podcasting secrets to success... Uh, you can review us on Apple Podcasts. What is the review uh, to give there, Thomas Powell? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify is corrupt, but if they let me leave a review, I would say, I look forward to seeing this my Spotify rant. And it's really that simple. I don't know why more people are leaving reviews. You can do that on Apple, on Spotify. That's it, you know? Uh, Thomas, thanks for coming to my housewarming party and hanging out this weekend. It's been very chill. Thanks for having me. You have been uh, you have been a wonderful host, and you have a wonderful home, and I have been very happy to be here. Good, good. The house treated you right? Yes. Good. Well, next week we'll be back in our usual places. Man, two live episodes in a week. Two weeks. Three pretty, weeks. Whatever pretty crazy. it was. Pretty crazy stuff, uh, but next week, back to basics. We're doing this. We, everybody's been asking Survivor. Go, go back to basics. We're tired of this shit. Um, but we're doing it. We're yeah. going back to basics. They may talk the talk, but we walk the walk. Yeah. We're going back to basics. That's right. We're living at our houses. Yeah, that's right. Living in our own homes and sleeping in our own beds. 
All right, well, have a great dumb, uh, what's it? Have, <laughs> have a great dumber. Have a great dumb and dumber too. Susan. Stressful dreams last night. To be honest, I'm bummed to hear that. I do not remember any of that. Unfortunately, I don't know if we're gonna have the dream podcast take off if you can't come up with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I can contribute. I feel like I never remember them. That's why we need to get you a dream journal. Well, I, I think I lose them too quick even for the dream journal. To be honest, I want to get in the habit of it. I'm not that invested in knowing what my dream is. People, okay, look, I will get a dream journal if people pay for <laughs> Thank you. Like, yeah, if people, if they want to pay us the $50,000 or whatever, like, then yes, I yeah, will. Yeah, let's see how much it is. There's, there's just Joey. There's just Joey. He's the header of the CEO's original. Uh, just Scorpion, of course. <laughs> you know, just when we talk about Scorpions. Um, just Scorpion is a podcast about the NCIS universe of shows. <laughs> Including NCIS, Jack, NCIS Los Angeles, Scorpion, NCIS oh, New Orleans, why. NCIS Y, and NCIS Sydney. Uh, Isn't NCIS Sydney? Uh, I think it's yet to come out. Um, which one are we looking for? Oh yeah, did you sleep last night? Fifty thousand. Oh, I was right. I called that. Yeah, nice. Well, yeah, because it's your favorite one. That's <laughs> true. Um, Just Just, of course. Oh, I was thinking about Just Just at the end. Talk about the Just music video? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that podcast, uh, when, or that, that music video, for that song when he goes, You did it to yourself. Is that that song? Yeah, you do it to yourself, you, you do, do it. it, and that's what really hurts. Yeah, it's yeah. Lindsay, you know? Yeah. She did it to herself. That's true, just her, her and no one else. Yeah. All right, did I say this? Okay, I did. did. Just arithmetic, of course, and... <laughs> Is that Pope and Change? Pope and Change, of course, still strong at one million. <laughs> yeah, well, we need that to get Barack Hussein Obama on there. We say the middle name because it matters. <laughs> I also, my other favorite thing about Pope and Change is it's the only show you get for that price. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get any. You don't get any of the other any of ones? the previous ones. Any of the lower tiers, like you would. Have, well, I didn't else. realize that, that if you subscribe to the higher ones, you get the lower ones too. So yeah, if anyone course. subscribes to a higher one, we have to do all of them. Uh, yeah, that's the idea. We're tr we're trying to we're trying to get as much money out of these we folks as actually, possible. I thought we were going to be coasting for this money. We'd actually have to work really hard for it. Yeah, we'd have to record like five hours of content uh, for the five hours of for content only one hundred and sixty thousand dollars a month. Oh no. <laughs> And they say the podcast industry is dying. Not if we have anything to say about yeah, it. Yeah, we're revitalizing it. Smarten up, probes.